Welcome to Just Charisma, episode 21. I'm your host, Braden Charisma, and joining me today is Adam McKay. How you doing, man? I'm doing good, thank you. That's good. So Adam is an athletic trainer. He used to rewind motor, electric motors, which is actually really cool, but uh, he's recently left that career to pursue uh, you know, comp- weightlifting competitions and uh, athletic training, which is exciting. It's his passion. That's what we like to hear. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. So, uh, so tell me, like, you know, you... You were saying, you know, you left your job, you're all, I mean, that was a very hard, tough choice for you, so how, like, how did you know it was the right choice? Well, you know, it wasn't necessarily a difficult choice, um, so I was in Vancouver at the time, it was quite funny, actually, I, so the way that circumstances go, you know what, let's do this. For sure. Because... It's probably just going to be easier. So, basically, I was working at my job, and I had a competition coming up. It was in Vancouver. Oh, you know what? I don't have the proper... Nope, don't have the right <laughs> No worries, man. Um, can you ask that question again? Sure. So, you left your job, and yeah. then... You, so, you made the decision to leave your job to follow your passion. Was... Did you find that an easy choice, or did you find it, you know, you had to sit there? Like, I know, you know, no, you were telling okay. me previously, you know, you, like, you just knew, you kind of just knew, but, like, was it kind of, like, just hard to swallow? Like, you are just like, I have to do this, or was it just, you needed it? was, it was a scary decision, but at the same time, there was no other option at the time. Okay. So, the circumstances of me having to make that decision were, I was at work, um, crying, because I had recently found out some news about my brother and sister right where they were in a really tough spot and you know when you're in dieting for a show and you know you get into those final weeks man you're an emotional wreck like you're when you get to a certain level of leanness things start to kind of happen with your hormones for sure where you become at least in my experience very sensitive very empathetic and just generally beaten down so Anyways, go back to the beginning. I grew up and I identify as someone who didn't have a father growing up. Okay. So I have a story running in my head that I didn't meet him till I was about, you know, seven or eight. Whether or not that's true, I'm not sure, but that's the story that plays in my head. Okay. So then I meet my father, all of that, whatever, and then when I'm 13, he brings my brother and sister their twins into life with uh, my stepmom who's an amazing woman like she is the best woman ever other than my mom love you mom um, so anyways dad gets a second chance at being a better better father right and he does so um, or at least I'm not going to say he was the best dad ever but he was better than the one I experienced for sure at least he was there for them of course so um, through a turn of events they got separate. My dad and my stepmom separated quite early on, because he's a bit of a shit. Uh, and if you're watching this, I mean, you know it's true, dude. <laughs> um, anyways, so then he starts. Then he um, he's on to woman number whatever, moves in with her and sets up a room for my brother and sister to move into. But this is my opinion. I'm not saying this is true. But they're not really into like all this change. All this whatever, you know, at the time, now they're they're 16, so 
I don't know, I can't barely remember what it's like to be a 16-year-old kid, but basically, it led to space in between my father and my brother and sister. So six months go by where they're no longer talking. Right. And so now they're like, throughout that six months, their lives just kind of went downhill. Well, I didn't really know I was going to share these details about them, and I, and I feel kind of bad, but let's just say between dropping out of school, you know, starting to use drugs, and a number of other things, these these really good kids, I mean, we're talking the talents that these kids have in sports, music, intelligence. Of like, course. It was very surprising to hear what I was hearing. Of course. But at the same time, kids in pain are going to be kids in pain. You never know how pain's going to and you know they come out sometimes they don't know how to express it you know like it's yeah like you know it's not everybody can go up to someone and be like hey like can we talk like i need to like any we need to i need help yeah you know it's a hard thing yeah well and especially when you start to feel abandoned by a parent for sure i have i have the benefit of growing up as someone who identifies as the father never being there so yeah it's a little different and my mother's love was so abundant and around that I never felt like there was anything missing right I couldn't imagine having any more because everything was so good but for my brother and sister they have a much very a very different experience where someone was there occupying space whether or not they were the best parent with unconditional love support and nurturing um, or even a, a suitable form of discipline, whatever, however you want to frame a father figure. I have a difficult time because it's not something I have much experience having, um, or any. But uh, and then for them to step away, and, and in a very selfish way, or what could look like a very selfish way, and start with a new in a new family. And it wasn't even the first time that happened. There was another girl, um, and another right in between, and I. I can't imagine what it's like to be them. Fair so, enough. So it's hard for me to know what they're going through. But anyways, um, it got to the point where my my stepmom started to worry about not only their health and well-being, but suicide which sure. was started to be something that came up. And at that point, I was, I was a wreck about it. I... Because I haven't necessarily, previous to that, been the best brother to them either. I, I would say my relationship with them is more like my relationship with my father, which is very... Like it's there, it's just not... It's like fake as fuck. Like, let's just be honest. It's like polite. Okay, okay. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like, you know, when you It's, when it's you not see, very real. Like, yeah. you see someone, you, you're nice to them, but... And, like, I know you have your unconditional love because of your brother and sister, but... Yeah. But you just, you know, it's not... It's the it's the questions that you don't really care to ask, followed by the questions that you don't really care to answer. For sure, it's very poli- it's very brunch. It's very like okay, yeah, like I don't know how else to phrase phrase it, but anyways, not a lot of substance. So all the, that kind of guilt kind of came up and whatever, and like I said, I was at work kind of crying about it. And my boss was like, "What's going on?" I explained the situation, and he tells me. Uh, family is something that was extremely important to him and uh, su- suicide is something that had affected him on multiple levels throughout his life so he gave me he insisted he gave me $100 out of his pocket he said take as much time as you need you need to go over to Vancouver and be with your family right now and I was like absolutely and at that point I had two narratives start 
<clears throat> and that's what I wanted to read because I started a journal before it, but I brought five different journals and none of them were the right ones. <laughs> <laughs> no worries, man. Um, so anyways, two narratives started and it was, like I said, I was knee deep in a prep for two shows. Yep. I was on my way to Vancouver to compete at the T-Zone Natural Championships and then the week after, Canadian Natural Nationals. Okay. Which was the biggest show I've ever done. That's up, awesome. Up to this point. Yeah, it was the largest event in uh, natural bodybuilding Canadian history, so it was great. That's so cool. But anyways, that aside, it was three weeks away from event number one, so I had two narratives starting, and one was, I'm going to Vancouver to separate myself from my distractions so I can finish my preparations for my shows. I had been dieting for these shows up at that point for five months. At the end, it was a six-month prep, six-month diet, six-month whatever, which for is sure. a, which is a long diet for absolutely for yeah. something like that. So I had put my whole every, and I put more than I put fucking everything into that. And I didn't leave anything on the table for that prep. It was everything to me. So, anyways, I had the two narratives. One is I'm going to Vancouver to finish up my prep um, and just give it everything I got, and the other narrative was. I'm going to save my, my family's life. Of course, right? Like, you know, you're going to... Yeah. yeah. And be the role model to my brother and sister that I always kind of wanted in my life. Because, you know, I wasn't going there to fix anything. I was going there to set an example. For sure, yeah. Like, I mean, you, you, you can only do so much, right? Like, yeah. this is... Yeah. It's... Yeah. And, like, like yeah, as, like, as much as you want to help them, you can not, like... You can only talk... All you can do is really talk to them. All you can do is talk. And even... Sometimes even what's better than talking is letting them watch. For sure. Um, there's something to be said about inspiring others through living an inspiring life. Because you can sit there and try to get a message through to someone through through force, through talking at someone. But at least in my experience, often when I'm getting that, it goes in one ear out the other. I don't give a shit. Right. But when I see someone doing something ins- inspirational, there's no way around it. It hits you right here you know what I mean it's like I can't ignore this that can't go in one out the other I saw it yeah like this is I like, watched it go down yeah like you know I watched you pull that kid out of a fire or, or you know like this, whatever experience it whatever was, yeah. it is like even when I see someone like yourself doing a show like this or you know I'm a big fan of Joe Rogan impact theory or it doesn't matter what it is when you see someone being awesome, you get that little feeling inside that says, I want to be awesome too. For sure, yeah. So anyways, I go over to Vancouver and that's when the adventure really started. Now, I'm telling you, every single day, so many miracles happen, so many adventures happen that I, I have to skip over so much stuff. Um, so just the bulk of it is, thing I could never have predicted it to go as well as it did okay. with my brother and sister. It, it worked. It worked. The plan went off without a hitch. Yeah, it was that's, great. That's all you can ask, right? Like that's amazing. In a very short amount of time, where it was scary to know if this was sustainable, um, or if it was just an act. For sure. But I'm telling you, sitting here, now we're at six weeks later, seven weeks later, it's still a steady uprise. The kids that's are amazing. The kids start school next week. They're off. They're just they're li- living clean, healthy lives. They're both playing music again. It, it's, just, it's insane. That's amazing. It is insane. Um, but anyways, before I had left, I had done some photo shoots with some teammates and whatever. Um, 
And so when I went over to Vancouver, some photos started to float around on social media uh, and, and all that stuff. And it must have looked for my employer like I was just out having a good time. Right. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. So he had given me this time to go be with my family. But because my teammates and everything were posting these photos. Of like a previous photo uh, shoot. Yeah, yeah. But it looks like, oh, wow, yeah, here's Adam, like having a good time, just prepping for my shows. So I understand. Um, but I got a phone call from him while I was in the gym. And uh, it was, hey, can we talk? And it was like, I'm in the gym right now, I'll call you back. I'm like three weeks out of a show. I'm yeah. not stepping away from a workout to talk to anybody. You're lucky if I even fucking pick up my phone. But it was Neil, the man who, or sorry, my, it was my employer who was nice enough to give me this time to go be with my family. I thought maybe it'd be a quick call, so I you took, I answered. Yeah. But it wasn't. He wanted to talk, so at that point I had to call him later. I spent a lot of time in the gym. I didn't get the chance, I was didn't call him for like three hours because between my workout, my posing, and my cardio, and my meal, it took some time. So when I did call him, he was upset that uh, in the length of time it took me to call him back, he had expressed that he had felt like I had taken advantage of him and that I was just kind of that taking like some holidays, vacations or whatever, and he had asked me to come back to work. And the answer was no. Like, and I knew it was no. And I had to kind of decide... How serious are you? Like, what, what, yeah, what, what's, what's going on? What's the test here? Like, explain to me what's going on. Somebody. Um, and the conversation got heated, and conversations between my employer and myself never got heated before. So, this we had like- a very mutual, we had a very respectful relationship. I really loved him. Uh, there again, as someone who grew up without a dad, or that's the story that runs in my head. Male role models have always kind of been an odd thing for me. For sure. Um, and, I mean, this is a, an older man that I worked with looking up to oh, for 10 years. Yeah. In a, in a lot of ways, this was my father. I had spent more time with hours in a room with this guy than my own dad ever. Of course. And uh, he was he is a really good man and a really good father to his kids, a really good business owner. Um, I really respect the way that he lives his life, although it's not what I would choose for myself. Just because I'm the whole wife, kids, houseboat, dog. Like the like that's basically the American dream. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and he's got it. Yeah. He's got the house. He's got the two beautiful kids. He's got the dog. He's got the nice property. He's got the sweet boat. But fuck that shit. <laughs> I mean, you want to get out of the norm, right? Like you know. I want to be so far away from whatever the hell you want to call normal. It's ridiculous. But anyways, um, and I looked at the wall. I'm stumbling around now. Conversation got heated. He said, think about it. We'll talk. Think about it over the weekend. We'll talk on Monday, but I need you back this day, this day, that day. And uh, we, got, we got off the phone and I'm st- like kind of dizzy. Like I'm a little messed up and I'm walking around this gym in Vancouver, which I found as a home. Like I found, I found this new gym called Cave Athletics. I found a new coach new training partner, yep. friends that I will never let go of. It was just fantastic. That's awesome. And uh, anyways, I'm looking, I'm like stumbling around trying to process what just happened. And I look at the wall and there was a quote and it said, what are you looking around for? Everything you need is right in front of you. 
And at that point, I knew I was quitting my job. Like, it was just like that. That was the, I knew the sign it. that it was, it was just it like, was this it. Well, it's it. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was everything. That's, that's, that's really cool that it was just like, it was kind of like a meant to be moment, you know? It was, like, it was. And like I said, throughout that trip, there was so many of those meant to be moments day to day. That it was just kind of like. That it was so clear that I was doing, I was exactly where I was supposed to be, doing exactly what I was supposed to be doing with the exact people I was supposed to be doing it with. And I walked around the corner and looked at the wall and there was another quote and it was a Bruce Lee quote and it was, don't pray for an easy life, pray for the strength to endure a difficult one. Oh my gosh. It's like literally, yeah, yeah, like it's just like sign after sign. You know? Oh, like, and at that point, I, that's when my heart started to beat because I was like, holy shit, I'm quitting my job. Yep. Holy shit. Like, and I'm pulling up my phone and I'm like, this will be a good part of the story. I can't believe I'm about to do this. I'll call you on Monday, but I will never be putting on a fucking pair of coveralls ever again. Send. And I'm, I was like, like I just sent this. Like this. Shit! I totally just did that, eh? All right. Uh, Like gotta follow through. Guess I'll get back to my workout. But like, (laughs) like I had worked there for eight years, right? And it's like, what? No, what now? Yeah, like I mean, like. You know, you're almost kind of lost, but at the same time, you, 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 like, you're just trying to, it's not that you're lost, it's just that you're trying to get your footing on the path you're going on. Yeah, well, I had the benefit of being three weeks out of a competition, a show, and yeah. another show, so I got to say to myself, I'll deal with all of this shit later. That's right. This is a, this is a later this Adam problem. This is a problem. later Adam problem. <laughs> yeah. Right now, show time. That's right. Let's just focus on the show. And even though I just made one of the biggest life decisions that I ever will make, you know what I mean? For sure. At this time anyways. Yeah. Like it's a pretty pivotal decision, you know? Like, yeah. Well, and it even made the decision to move to, to Delta Surrey cause I was having such a good time there too. And, and felt like there was a lot of opportunity there for me. Um, things that came to fruition that taken that away from me, at least for now, I definitely think my purpose is here okay. with, with my team, yep. uh, with my sponsors and, <laughs> And uh, with a few other key people in my life, that this is where I belong right now. But what the fuck was the question again? It, you were just explaining how you how you, at the moment you knew was yeah. that uh, that was like you know I'm 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 following my passion. Yeah, and like that's really cool, man. And then I had the weekend to because th- now I've yeah. got the Monday phone call right, and it's like, oh, and then that's that was a huge weight over the shoulders on the weekend too because it was like I just want to get this over with. For sure. And, you know, then the fear starts to come up, like, what am I doing? Like, what am I going to do? Yeah, like, it's it's just that anxiety where, yeah. like, like it's it's your mind trying to, like, co- like just comprehend the change you're making. And then it's just, like, it, it's like it's like when you uh, get, like, buyer's remorse, you know? It's just, like, yeah. you wasted this money, It's but it's, like, no, you wanted it. And, like, it's, like, either that and it's just, or it's, like, you're... Like the smaller part of your brain is just like, no, I know it's best. Like, this yeah, is, this is what's going well, you're an electrician. Yep. You know, like, okay, so you know when you have a circuit and you have current flowing. Yep. Right. And then when you break that circuit, there's an intense force that tries to break the air and like break through everything just to keep that circuit going. Yeah. It seems there. I mean, that exists in all. Like that's a that's a part of nature. Anytime you have something that's working, something that's flowing, and you interrupt that, there's always going to be that, you know, call it ego, what it, call it whatever you want. For I, sure. I like ego, but something's going to try to 
no, no, keep everything the same. It's working. We're surviving. We don't want to change. Yeah. So it's 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 just like you know we're not gonna we don't want to break routine. We we are like we feel comfortable. Yeah. And then when you break out of the comfort, it's scary, hundred percent. Like you don't, you don't even know what's coming. Like you like you, you know you're just taking it day by day, hope like just like you know thinking like staying positive and you know it's gonna work. Absolutely, absolutely. And then so, got the call to make on Monday. Uh, by Saturday or Sunday, I felt very guilty for the text message. For sure. Because at the end of the day, I respect the shit out of my my old employer. I respect my old job. My job was great. I have nothing like... Yeah. It, it provided me a great life. It was a great position. I loved working there. My time there was like, very enjoyable. For sure. Nothing negative to say about it. Which is why it was such an attractive trap. It's, it's Well, it's yeah, it's just like, you know, it's... It's a safety net, right? It like, was so safe and comfy and yeah. warm and Yeah, like you just you never easy. want to lose it, right? It was easy. And it goes back to that quote, don't pray for an easy life, pray for the strength to endure a difficult one. I had an easy life. Yeah, was, so you you made the change to go to up the difficult. It was very easy. I could have worked there forever and been fine. Yeah, exactly, right? You could have done your your 9 to 5, but you know, we were t- as we said in the post show, yeah. you know, you don't you don't want the 9 to 5. You want the you want the hustle. Yeah, it wasn't even 9 to 5, in all honesty. It was more like 8 to 2. Even better. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Like, it was easy peasy. It, and that, and it was so easy to convince myself that that was where I belong. Because I, I was like, well, I can do this and this. For sure, right? You know what I mean? I Like like you say, with oh, I would be an electrician and do this. It's like, I could have done my job and still kind of train clients on the side I still had all the time and energy to put towards my bodybuilding and all that stuff. But it still was six hours away from my purpose. Six hours a day, five days a week. You know, there's 30 hours at working on your purpose, right? Yeah, right. and in all honesty, since since leaving that position, I've had no extra time. I'm still finding myself... Oh God, it's eleven. I need to go to bed, or for you know, sure, right? Yeah. Or like, you know, I still wake up at five a.m. and if I sleep until six, I'm like, oh shit, I'm behind You're schedule. Like, yeah. And uh, I still got to find a way to get more time. That's awesome, man. Um, so this is the part of the show called the motivational moment. Oh, okay. So uh, I would like you to describe your passion in five words or less. Oh, you you did tell me you were gonna ask me. I this do. Too. I've totally forgot. <laughs> Okay, you want me to describe my passion in five words or less? I do. My passion in five words or less. Everything that matters to me. I like it. You know, it's, it's, it just, it, it, you know, it shows that your, your priorities are in line, that you are focused, and you're ready to pursue, you know? Yeah, I mean, that was a very spur of the moment, and no way did I know that's what I was going to say to that question. I wish I had remembered that you told me you were going to answer that, but <laughs> if, if I was going to try to then go justify why I said that, my passion is everything that matters to me. So how can that add value to anyone else? Yeah. If you're searching for your passion, if you're out there looking for, or maybe you're asking yourself, oh, well, what's my passion? What's everything that matters to you? I mean... It's a good question to ask. It is. Like, you know, like, what matters to you and, like, is it, like, why aren't you pursuing something in it? Yeah. 
Yeah, and, and to clearly define what my passion is, because my passion isn't winning trophies or getting on stage and flexing next to a bunch of tanned up oiled guys. My passion is inspiration through true expression of myself. The way that I choose to truly express myself is by following a daily ritual of certain things that happen to be journaling, uh, cardio, gym, diet, and just because, I mean, bodybuilding isn't just weightlifting. Bodybuilding starts from the moment you wake up to the moment you go to bed to the quality of that sleep. It is all day, every day. Every decision that you make affects your physique in, and is a bodybuilder. So my passion, oh, it's so interesting, is to help people find whatever it is makes them feel the way bodybuilding makes me feel. Okay, so it's just you want to help people find their passion. Yeah, I don't like if yeah, I'm not in no way trying to push everyone towards going and being a natural bodybuilder or I mean, I definitely have a wealth of knowledge. I am a coach as well. Um and and I love sharing like okay, so bodybuilding, fitness, health was the gate for me. That's what gave me everything that I have. It's what led me from a place of non-acceptance, fear, and just generally feeling lost to feeling like I've really stepped into myself, found a way for me to find my tribe members um, and like-minded individuals. I mean, in a lot of ways, bodybuilding led me here to you. This is true. I mean, like, because I mean, it led me to, it led me to talking to a couple of people, and then that led me to getting in touch with you. And yeah, and I and, would consider you a tribe member just because you are a person of passion and purpose as well. Hundred percent, and I appreciate that. Whether or not that's bodybuilding or or an art an art form like this, just want to help other people find their thing. That's awesome, man. So you mentioned that you you know getting ready for some competitions. Uh, so like, how did you how did you how did you do in them? Are uh, they still coming up? Well, my next show will be Nash, the Canadian Nationals, Natural Nationals next year in August. I've just wrapped my season up. I competed in uh, Delta Surrey at the Natural T Zone Championships, where I won first place in bodybuilding, lightweight, and also overalls, which means I was not only the lightweight champion, but I was the champion of all weight classes. That's awesome. Thank That's you. That's so awesome. Congratulations. Thank you. And then I competed in classic uh, physique, which is very similar to bodybuilding, but with a little bit of uh, 80s, 90s uh, kind of style to it, more okay. of a classic posing to it. Well, like, like Kind of like Arnold Schwarzenegger and stuff That's like that. That's the idea. Yeah. Absolutely, okay. yeah. Where I won first place That's in, awesome. in the short class, and then I won overalls, which means I was the best no matter how tall you were. That's awesome. At that competition. And I also won the Best Poser Award. So I cleaned up at that place and then went to Toronto and competed in Canadian Nationals, the biggest, largest natural competition of its kind in Canadian history. Yep. Where I was able to crack the top five of That's my, my weight class in uh, my weight class and height to weight class in both categories. So I'm very happy with the season. It happened exactly the way it was supposed to. As a bodybuilder, you always play to win. For sure. Right? I mean, it's like any kind of competition, right? Yeah. You, you want to be, you strive to be the best. If you're not striving to be the best, why are you even playing the game, right? Absolutely. But 
That being said, I placed where I would belong, or I was placed where I was supposed to be placed, and I'm excited to go back next year and beat all of you. That's right. Dude, that, <laughs> you can't even say like fifth place is incredible. Like, oh yeah, I'm like, not. I'm not, I'm not upset about it. No, that's amazing. Yeah. I'm going to beat you all, though. That he will. <laughs> I know it. <laughs> well, anyways, I'm going to... That's the thing with, with really... This year is... I'm not leaving anything under the... T- like, I'm 29. Will be 30. This year is all about it. Like, I'm training. I'm recovering from my training. Yep. Um, I'm taking on clients and coaching because, it, you know, I look at all my clients as people that are donating to me than making what I need to do to be at my best for my competitions possible. So for sure, very grateful for all of my clients, um, present and to come. Um, I don't remember where I was going with this, but <laughs> that's okay. Yeah. It's, it's, it's exciting to look what's coming for what's, what's to come. Um, especially cause I'm now part of a team of athletes here yeah. in, in Nanaimo of local athletes and the team's incredible. Um, and, and maybe, uh, in the future I'll be able to introduce you guys to some of them. Yeah. I'd love that. That'd be awesome. Yeah. One of them, her name's Nicole Mackay. She's an RMT in Nanaimo. She's 10, as of today, she's 10 days out of the amateur Olympia, which is a part of the wow. Olympia event. That's yeah, so, crazy. Yeah. So 10 days from now, she'll be on the biggest, on the biggest stage there is in the sport. That's incredible. That's you, like, it's like that's yeah she's like she's she's reaching goals that she probably never even thought were like even in like in the ballpark you know like that's the thing when you step in your passion you never know what's possible exactly like you know dream like when you work hard enough dreams come true you know like it's true goals get achieved it's absolutely true but uh before uh you mentioned you know you're you're an athletic coach you're new coaching and stuff Uh, yeah so how did you get into that is just because you're like with your passion for bodybuilding that you just were like you know, I want to help, I want to inspire and help others the way that bodybuilding has inspired me kind of thing, or? Yeah, and I'll speak to that in a way, now I don't mean to sound full of myself when I say this, but eventually when you get good enough at something, yeah, people are going to ask you about it. People, For sure. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. if you're a good enough photographer, at some point, a young kid's going to come up to you and say, teach me, teach me, teach me. Yeah, like, I went up to my buddy, at, he works at Best Buy, I went and talked to him, I was talking about cameras, I'm like, because he's a photographer, he's, yeah, he's yeah. a photographer, I was like... Hey, like, can you recommend me some things, you know, if I wanted to upgrade? And that he was just, he'd sit there and, you know, hit me with some stuff that I didn't understand. But at the same time, it was like, I just appreciate that he's able to. Exactly. Yeah. And it happens in anything. It doesn't matter if it's golf, hockey, whatever. We all find our mentors, just like I did when I was coming up. But, um, yeah, so I would, it started a long time ago um, when a young kid had come up to me and asked me to show him a few things. And it built from there. Um... I started a company called A2 Fitness with a, fr- a really good friend of mine. Uh, his name was Adam as well. Kind of why awesome. we were A2 Fitness. Oh, it makes sense. Like it was Adam a- Yeah, it was Adam Squared. Oh, yeah? It was Adam Squared. Well, it was A Squared, but then no one understood that it was Squared. They're just like A2, so we just kind of ran with it. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. A- it's A2 Fitness, sure. Um, and we did a men and a women's fitness class, um, which I did on my... We did together for about six months. And then he switched careers, and I ran it for another year and a half on my own. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, and I've always had one or two people that I've worked with, mentored, or coached. Um, but now, um, now moving forward, and I'm also certified, so that, that helps as well. It definitely as well. helps as well, yeah. yeah. Um, 
but now new, moving forward, I'm very open to taking on new clients, whereas before it was something I always did as a passion and for fun. Yeah, for sure. And you didn't want to, like, overwhelm yourself. No, I, was, I had a job. Yeah, exactly. You know right? what like, I mean? I had a job. I had my own commitments, and I had my, my, my own bodybuilding to focus on. But now I'm open to sharing this with other people. And I tell you, like, over the course of my career as a bodybuilder and weightlifter, I've ferociously studied the sport... I've ferociously studied the science behind nutrition, training methods, and lived it. For sure. Is the main thing. Like, there's something, you can study something all you fucking want, but, excuse my language, but until you've experienced it, tried it, tried it with other people. Yeah. Trial and error is, like, the best way to experiment, you know, like. Yeah. Anyone with experience in anything knows the value of experience. For sure. And, uh. I forget the question, but I hope I threw an answer out there at some point. You did. It was just, you know, how did you get into coaching oh. and everything like that? And like, just, yeah, just being generally fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I like it, man. I, I love, I love the confidence, you know, it's, it's great. Oh, uh, you kind of have to be a yeah, little bit. You, you definitely do. You know, I think confidence goes a long way. Like, you know, this, yeah, it definitely like can, you, you, when you're nervous, you know, you can you see people. Just like you, you can tell, you can tell when someone's nervous and someone's confident. Like, yeah, you can see it in their eyes. You can see it just in their. It's true. Everything. And you know, like I mean, you can listen to Kendrick Lamar all you want and be humble. But I mean, like, and it's and it's very it's important to be humble. But I feel like almost being humble is is so pushed nowadays that there's no more room for you to be proud of yourself. Yeah, like everyone's just. Yeah, and I totally. come from a place of non-acceptance and trying to change who I am to be accepted by others and, and, and all of that stuff. So I'm at a point now where I fucking love myself and I accept myself and I am very proud of myself and I don't care. Like, I don't mind sharing that. No, no. And that's awesome. I mean, like it's as you're expressing, you know, that, you know, you've made the right decisions. You're happy with where you are and like, you're ready to, you're ready to keep going. You know, you're ready to yeah. like, you just, you know, this, you know, like stars are the limit, you know, like, yeah. That's that's amazing. Like you know, not a lot of people can say they're that confident. There's not a lot of people can say they've, you know, they they're that they feel that uh, like they feel that good about themselves. A lot of people put there, there's more positivity in you than negativity. You know, like right, right. A lot of people, you know, they'll they'll do something, put themselves down, and then they'll just be like, ah, like it's, and then yeah. they'll, they'll, they'll like talk themselves out of it, and they'll be that, like, okay, uh, that hurts my ears hearing that, hearing that negative self talk from from so many people. Mm-hmm. I, I don't like it. No, and there's I think there's too much in this world, you know, like true, that's, true, and even when it's people trying to sit, act humble, you know what I mean? It's yeah. like you just got to be careful what you that self talk. You got to be careful what you're saying because the words we say, the thoughts we think have such a vast impact on the results of our life and our actions that trust me you're better off being a cocky douche than a, <laughs> yeah totally like you than know a humble self-deprecating you know what i mean yeah you know you're at least at the, when you're confident you're willing to take risks it's true and you know you're willing to try things and that's if you're not willing to do that in life it's yeah it's gonna be pretty boring and it's gonna it's gonna suck yeah confidence leads to you expressing yourself truly and that's the main thing true i can't i cannot argue that enough it's all about expressing yourself truly to the world like it's okay that you can see, be at home by yourself behind message boards expressing yourself truly and stuff like that but 
what do you like in the mall? What do you like in a exactly. restaurant? What do you totally. like? What do you like to a stranger that you're holding the door for? How can you find a, a true way to express yourself throughout everything you do? Hundred percent. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I just wanted to thank you for coming on the show. Hey, Adam. thank you. Like, it was a I lot appreciate of fun. you coming out and like. It's really nice to meet you and everything. Yeah, you too, man. Uh, where can the people find you? You know, if they want to check you out. Um, well, I would say you can. I'm just gonna. You can plug whatever you need, man. Well, I'm not really into plugging. If you wanted to find me on Instagram, my name is super long and complicated. <laughs> it's Adam Hutchinson Mackay. It's okay. I'll put it in the video though. He's gonna put it. I in got the it video. in the video. Don't worry. Um, yeah. Find me in the gym. If you see me and you want to talk to me, don't hesitate. Um, I'm very open to connecting with, with anybody with passion. And besides, if I don't like you, I just won't talk to you. This is, <laughs> that's awesome. But uh, definitely feel like I'm here to to share with others. People are my number one priority. Um, that's, that's pretty much all I have to say. That's awesome, man. Thank you. You can find me at Just Charisma on Facebook and Instagram and all that jazz. Don't forget, if you like the episode, hit that subscribe button. Check out the other videos. They're all great. And uh, we'll see you guys next time. Thank you.